You are now tuned in to Bree Speaks Unscripted, my blog term podcast. Let's talk about life totally unscripted. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Okay, it's your girl Bree Speaks. Um, yeah, I missed last week. Yep. Um, y'all didn't hear from me last week. I didn't post one. Sorry to the ones who was looking forward to it. Um, but I don't know. I had a week last week and I actually forgot all about recording a podcast and I really didn't have like the time, but enough with the excuses, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm gonna try to be more consistent. And when I can't be, I will communicate that. And so, um, we are at episode six, y'all, and we coming up on Valentine's Day. So I wanted to do something centered around relationships. This is one of like my favorite topics. Um, I love talking about love and relationships and like the different points of views and perspectives of it. I love to have group discussions, private discussions. Like I love having these type of conversations. Um I did that um, in the first season, What Does Love Look Like in 2022? And I promise y'all I'm going to come with a part two because I want different opinions on what does love look like to everybody. And I know a lot of people like that episode. That's one of the ones that got the most views. So we're definitely going to do that. I'm going to try to do that this year. Like if I don't do anything else, I will give y'all a part two to that with men and different women's points of view. Um, But I wanted to start the episode off about, you know, talking about um, Valentine's Day and, oops, am I saying that right? Because y'all know y'all be trying to come for people's throat about Valentine, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Um, But yeah, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up um, actually next week. I think is this my second, this might be my second Valentine's Day single. Um, so it's not really a big deal, but like, you know, for all my single people, what do y'all do on Valentine's Day? Like when Valentine's Day come up, do you do stuff with your friends? Do you take yourself out? I kind of like the idea of taking myself out to a nice dinner buy myself flowers because really you got to treat yourself how you want others to treat you like all the stuff that you ask and for everybody else to do you should be doing it for yourself so I kind of like that idea I also like the idea of doing stuff for friends um when I was younger my mother used to buy me and my sister um Valentine's Day gifts so we would wake up and we would have like a little gift bag by our bed. It'd be like a little teddy bear and it'd have like some candy. And she'd maybe get us like a necklace or a bracelet or something. It was really cute. Like I used to like that. So I think this year I'm going to try to do that for my kids so that, you know, like when I do that for them, you know, they'll expect that type of treatment when they get older. And I feel like I expected that type of treatment. Like, and even still to this day, my mama still give me a Valentine's Day gift. I don't care. And I'm accepting it candy little bear and all um whatever she can afford or whatever you know she gives us as adults it could be a gift card or anything she still gets or something so i kind of still expect that when i'm in a relationship um in my last relationship we didn't so much celebrate valentine's day or sweetest day i don't know if that was like on a 
Um, sometimes we did though. I'm not going to say all the time. Sometimes we did celebrate and he would cook for me or do certain stuff, but like gifts wasn't like a big thing. So I think that in my next relationship, I would really like, cause I like that, um, my mom did that for me growing up. And so I kind of want that to keep going, um, in my next relationship. But anyway, for the couples out there, what are y'all doing for Valentine's Day? Like, what does Valentine's Day look like for you? Like, are y'all going out? I know some people treat their man, the man treats the woman. Some people do both. Like, what does Valentine's Day look like this year? Like, is it like it's an inflation? So we stand inside, we gonna cook a little dinner or y'all going out? Are y'all getting dressed up? I don't know. I'm trying to think about last year. Last year, I didn't even realize it was Valentine's Day. Actually, I do remember that. And I got on social media and because I think I was off social media and I just decided, let me get on here and got on there. Everybody was posting like they dates and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like, because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you know, that stuff really I'm not going to say it don't matter because some people would do. But when I'm not in a relationship, I'm guessing I, I didn't really think about it. And so. um. You know, what are y'all doing? Because I really don't see people getting dressed up no more. I've seen a couple people like get dressed up and get jazzy for Valentine's Day. And then some people just don't. Um, That's like one of the things that I miss. Like people really being intentional with showering their significant other in, you know, dates. And of course, a lot of people are not social media people. So I'm pretty sure there's people still out there that do that. Um. But for the most part, like, of course, we see it with celebrities. But do y'all really see that in like our generation in your friend groups and stuff like that? If you do, that's amazing. Um, I haven't really seen anybody. And I can't even remember the last time, even when I was in a relationship, the last time I went probably was um, that I went out for Valentine's Day and got dressed up probably was like the year before we broke up. But we didn't get dressed up or nothing. We just did something like a, a staycation, like we stayed in a hotel. So it's like, I kind of miss the, um, I kind of miss that part, like where you actually get dressed up and somebody come pick you up and stuff. Because I kind of already lived with my um, ex. I lived with him. We lived together. We had kids. So it's kind of like, no, he can't come pick me up. But I think that's something I'm looking forward to, like. What do y'all do? Y'all going to pick up, even if y'all stay in the same house, be, you know, spontaneous, leave the house, go, <laughs> go get dressed and leave the house before she get dressed and come back and act like you're picking her up with some flowers or something like, I just like cute stuff like that. Like what y'all doing? Like, I hope all the couples have a good time. I hope it's not no arguing. Fellas, don't be trying to break up before Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure y'all already started the arguments and stuff, trying to be mean because you don't want to get her no gift or take her out to dinner. That's trash. Stop it, okay? Um, get that lady a gift. Get her some flowers. And like, it's very, it's very inexpensive to be thoughtful. Like, you don't have to go above and beyond. Now, some ladies, some of y'all are very expensive. Y'all be looking for too much. Um, but if he got it, you know, by all means, but like appreciate what somebody does for you out of the kindness of their heart, especially like I'm one of those people that like, 
I like meaningful gifts. Like the gift has to mean something like something you knew about me and it was intentional how you how you got my gift. Like that's the type of stuff I like, like or effort. I like when you put a lot of work into it and it can be like the smallest thing, like just a moment that you created for me and you that you knew I would like, like putting on my favorite movie and you do not like this movie, but you're going to put it on anyway and watch it with me because we celebrate our love, your love for me. Like, you know, little things like appreciate the little things this Valentine's Day because it's really hard out here. It's an inflation. And even without inflation, it's just life is short and people are passing on and stuff like that. Like hold tight to the ones that you have that you love because you just never know. Like today could be your last day. Like we really ride around like we invincible or we are immortal or something. We're not like you could be gone today. So enjoy those little moments and appreciate the little things people do for you and enjoy that Valentine's day. If you're in a relationship, because some of us are out here single, you know, kind of wishing we was, you know, in a relationship to display our love. So, you know, but for my single people display the love to yourself, but, um, getting on topic, but off topic, Um, I wanted to talk about some of the things that are like missing that you don't quite see anymore. Like, you know how back in the day, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, like, like I was saying, like back in the day, people picked you up. It was, you know, stuff like that. It was cute little days. People really got dressed up and like went all out for Valentine's Day. Whereas kind of like now you kind of see it dying down, but that just could be from people not posting on social media but you see it big and like celebrities but like not in like your community or your hometown so I wanted to talk about like stuff that you don't really see anymore one dating like people people are not dating no more they're not taking people on dates no more like men are asking you to come over when can I come over or they want to come over and chill like no let's go out I don't want to sit in the house I want to go out I want you to take me on a date take me to dinner like even women like I think because of how much it has changed women are okay with that now like yeah you can come over here he just gonna come over I'm gonna cook him a meal and stuff and that's cute and everything but no set the standard start doing dates because eventually it's a lot of people right now that can relate eventually in a relationship and you get into a long-term relationship dates start becoming a thing of the past like in the beginning they'll do it especially if you ask for one and I hate asking for stuff but I'm also learning that you have to treat people how to treat you and how to love you and so um asking them in the beginning to you know take you on a date and stuff like that and they'll do it you know to keep you and get you and stuff like that but I'm seeing a lot of relationships die down because they stop dating they get lazy um people work and they have lives and they have kids and dates are a thing of the past so I feel like people need to be intentional more intentional with dating and not just doing stuff in the house like that's cute too like you know be on a budget I'm all for that like creating a cute little date scene in the house but date like let's not just Netflix and chill it all the time or I come over your house or we meet up and 
um, stuff like that. Like, no, dates. That is something that I don't really see anymore. Number two, smelling good. Now, this is not for all men. Now, I do, um, before I started going to church, I would be, you know, like you would be out and stuff. Like, men don't be wearing cologne no more um, at all. Like, you will walk. I remember back in the day, you used to walk past a man and it'd be all in your nose. Like, they used to be dressed nice, no matter where you was at, gas station, mall, all that. They would just be smelling good and looking good. I don't, I'm not going to say that it's not happening because you may be seeing it, but I haven't been seeing it. Like, even when I go to the store, like, you know how they talk about us wearing bonnets, men, um, men talk about us wearing bonnets and we don't be dressed up. We be wearing pajamas. Men, y'all be going to the store like that too now. Like I can go to the store and if I am dressed up, it's a man in there with some jogging pants on and, and by all means, because I ain't judging because I do it in a minute, but be having the jogging pants on and stuff like at least put a little, little spritz of cologne or something on like they don't be having no haircut. They don't be caring. Like, where's the smell good? I miss smelling like that. Like a good smelling man is like, oh my God, like he ain't got to be cute. If he smell good and he looks nice, it's like as far as like dress wise, like that's amazing. Like I don't even have to like you. I just, that's amazing that you smell good. And so now that I go to church, it's a lot of men who put on cologne. So I now, you know, I notice it and I'm like, yeah, this is something that I missed. Like men just walking around smelling like men. Like, um, I had a conversation with one of my friends and he was like, man, they don't smell like cologne no more. They walk around smelling like backwoods and, and weed and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause it really is like, you can walk past a man now and, and it'd be strong on them, like strong weed smell, strong smoke smell, a dirty smell, like, body odor it don't be no cologne man please just you could even do bod they still got crushed at myers okay that used to smell good in a little green bottle with the little gold writing on it go and get you some cologne women like you to smell good i promise you don't even have to look the best if you smell good and you dress nice and your personality is on point it's a lot of women out there who will date you trust me trust and believe like start smelling good like even and I'm not even judging even if you smoke like come on bro put a little do something take a shower before you go out and put some cologne on and cover that up I don't know how <laughs> they got they got something I don't know they got something to overpower it I don't know maybe maybe not but women want to smell a man that smell good like that's that's something let me get off that because I could stay on that all day uh, meeting in person it's like the social media world like now it's about dms okay if they slide into your dm that's good enough that's that's what they do and they slide in or you as the female have to slide in a dm like i don't want to slide in the dm i want to meet somebody you know the cute stuff that used to happen in movies back in the day where you bump into somebody or you know, you just meet somebody somewhere out and y'all just instantly connect, stuff like that, like conversations. I don't want to talk to you um, in the DM and then go to text message. Although there have been great relationships that come from that, 
I don't, I want to authentically meet somebody. I want to meet somebody out. I don't want to have a conversation in a DM that goes to text. And then when we get in person, we find out that conversation is text is all we have. <laughs> we can't even communicate in person. Like it's people that can communicate well in text. And I'm sometimes one of those people. So I'm not going to judge. Like I can have a full blown conversation through text and I'll get on the phone. And if I'm comfortable enough with you, I, I'll talk your head off. But if we're not comfortable yet, then it's hard for me to kind of like talk like I'm, you know, unless you, you know, start the conversation. And a lot of men are nervous too to talk. So it's like we both have to be sitting on this phone looking crazy. So I think that meeting in person is more authentic where I can get to know you. I'm already comfortable around you. I've saw your face like I've been in your face. We didn't had a conversation. So when you call me, I still get the little nervous butterfly feeling. But like, at least I can still have a conversation with you because we've done this before in person. And we also know we can have a conversation outside of text. So in both conversations, it's good. But I just feel like, you know, people need to get back out there and meet. Like, is um, that's one of the things that cause like social anxiety. Why people can't approach people anymore because they scared. Like real life. People will see somebody out, go home, find them on social media and DM them instead of like approaching them in person. That's how bad it is. Like people have anxiety so bad, like, or nervousness of being rejected. Rejection is a thing, but that's another topic. Um, Another thing, men shooting they shot. Like, although it was a little rude back in the day, men used to be like, hey, yo, Ayo, blue dress. Ayo, shorty. Like, ayo, ma, come here. Like, you know how you used to get those type of things? It used to be so rude. And sometimes, you know, it used to be kind of cute. Like, girl, y'all, don't don't try to act like y'all didn't like that. Like, boy, stop. Who is he talking to? You really liked it. <laughs> so stop. But, like, men not shooting a shot no more. They not as confident i know they like some men are really nervous and scared of rejection and i totally get that but then it leaves the ball in our court and i don't like that i don't i would love to shoot my shot but i don't want to shoot my shot and get shot down like i don't know if anybody follow me on social media you've seen that video from i'm just whitney and she like sent that nice message to her heart and all that stuff she was like my heart loves to be around you and stuff. And he waited all day to the end of the day to shoot her, like with a text saying, oh, thanks for sharing. Like, <laughs> do you know how how hurtful that is? How embarrassing it is? Like when you pour your heart out or you shoot your shot and they hit you with thanks for sharing or, oh, wow. Or, you know, like, or nothing at all. Like, no. I, as the woman, I don't want to be the chaser. I want a man to chase me and not even necessarily chase me. I just want a man to be intentional about me and that he wants me. And so that I can make the decision to want him because me wanting a man like, um, which is nothing wrong with that. But if they don't really want you, they'll end up. And it's a lot of men out here that'll just settle for you until somebody else comes along. I don't want that. I want you to want me. I don't want you to just be like, oh yeah, I'll give her a try. I'll date her. Like it's situations like that now. So 
where women are doing the chasing and then the man finally get with them. He really don't want to be there. You get no marriage, no commitment, no, no nothing. And then you see him go off and marry somebody else within six months to a year because he really wanted that person. He went after her. He didn't have no problem with it, but you chased him and he finally just, oh, you wore me down. Again, like I said in one of my other episodes, Nikki Parker, we ain't trying to be that. So anyway, let me go because I need to get on my topic. Um, Intellectual conversations. People don't have intellectual conversations no more. Um, I rarely find a lot of people that I can have deep conversations with, like really good conversations, people who challenge my mind. I love having conversations like that. Um, I like a man who can teach me something. And so I'm pretty sure for a man, he, you know, men like that too. So if you can have an intellectual conversation, all you want to talk about is drama and gossip and stuff like that. I can't, I can't. Let's like, I I don't want to talk about that all the time. I want to have deep conversations about God. I want to talk about life. I want to talk about theories and, you know, um, things and perspectives about relationships and friendships. I want to get deep. I want to know what, you know, what your insecurities are, or what, what triggers you? Like, you know, I want to get deep into that type of stuff. Like, what do you like? What do you not like? Like, what is a non-negotiable for you? I want to get deep into those type of things. Like, what do you really care about? Um, cake and do people still cake? I'm not seeing this no more because I'm single and I'm not dating right now, but do y'all still be caking? Like, do y'all be on the phone from like late until in the morning, falling asleep on the phone? Do y'all still flirt on the phone? Even if for a little hour, like I just watched um, this podcast clip. I think it was from Dear Future Wifey podcast. And she was saying how when she met um, her husband, their first conversation was 11 hours long. Like, man, what, you know what you can talk about in 11 hours, like to sit and talk to somebody for 11 hours straight is crazy, but it's probably, that means you have so much to talk about, which means they dug deep. They got to know each other on an intimate level that is probably unmatched for 11 hours. Like you, you don't talk to somebody in 11 hours in a week, probably when you first meet them, it's probably like some conversations here and there but to talk to somebody for 11 hours like that's something you did in like high school or like in your younger days when you used to cake on the phone like man gone are the days like (laughs) caking used to be a thing like I I like that like flirting is that a thing anymore like I don't even see people flirt no more even if they do it's more like a flirting is more of like a like hmm I'll give you an example, like, sir, sorry, ladies, but most of them know anyway, like when people call you, sir, or, and that's not all the time. Cause I know people do that for like pastors and stuff like that. But if you call somebody, sir, or, um, you know, stuff like that, you kind of flirting, but no, I mean like real flirting. So anyway, let's move along. Um, But those are the things that I kind of don't see. And it's like some of the things that I kind of miss, like, you know, when you were younger, like when you dated and stuff like that. And I could be wrong because I am not dating. So y'all let me know in the comments or in a recording if that's something that, you know, you still see. But like 
some of the stuff is like dying out. Like people are not even trying to date you anymore. They just want to go straight to sex and relationships and and kids. And it's just like, no, let's take our time. Let's get to know each other. Like let's have conversations. Let's build a friendship. Like, I don't know. And so I just feel like, um, some of the stuff is dying out and we need to just bring it back. People need to start caking, flirting. Men need to start shooting they shot. However you want to do it. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? I saw you was you were looking so beautiful. Can I get your number? Like, what? Where is that at? Where's the cologne? Where's the aesthetic? Where is the the looking good? Like looking good from head to toe, smelling good, shooting your shot, and not being afraid and being confident and doing that and just you know taking people on dates and stuff. And so today's topic we want to talk about dating versus courtship. Okay, so recently. I watched a podcast um, and she was talking about she got tired of dating because dating um, was like, like came with a lot of heartbreak, came with a lot of wasted time because she just kept on dating and people was wasting her time. Like she would really like somebody and then they would, you know, do something that, that she didn't like or that was red flaggish basically. And so she says she doesn't date anymore. She is now courting. And so I'm going to tell you what courtship is, and I'm going to tell you what dating is. Um, Courtship is dating with the intention of getting married. And dating is just like casually in to know someone that you may eventually have a romantic relationship with. You can freely see someone and date them without the promise of a long-term commitment. Whereas courtship is, we in this to get married. We trying to see if we want to get married. So um, I have these little charts or whatever that I got off of Google and they kind of like give you like what dating is versus what courting is. So, um, dating may or may not end up in marriage. Courting ends up in marriage. Dating does not involve parental approval or supervision. That is so true. When you dating, you don't be meeting mamas and daddies and stuff like that. You, we don't have to do all that. We just casually here going on a few days, seeing if it leads to a relationship. And then even when you get in a relationship, I think you wait a period of time before it gets serious to meet their parents. But I don't know. Sometimes in this generation, people be quick to to let people meet their parents. Like it could be a sneaky link and they be taking it to their parents' house. Like you just don't care who, <laughs> who meets you. Like some people that is very um, important. Like I don't want nobody meeting my mom unless we are serious. It's not, you're not finna meet my mama. You're not gonna meet her. It's, it's, you're not gonna meet my family unless it's getting serious um, because I'm just not gonna keep bringing anybody around. And then also I have kids, so I'm definitely not about to just bring you around. You gotta be serious. But some people, hey, I ain't judging, but some people just bring anybody around their parents and, you know, I don't know y'all relationship. So anyway, to each his own. Um, courting involves parental approval and supervision. This is, you know, where you take your, um, the person you're courting, y'all meet each other's families and stuff. You looking for that approval that this is a good fit for you. Um, I know a lot of cultures do this anyway, like um, with arranged marriages and stuff like that. Like the families meet each other or you meet the families and they have to see if that person is good enough. And even in the end, you know, the man asks for the woman, the father 
and he have the woman's hand in marriage. I love the thought of that. Uh, it's very old school. It's something that I would want um, my future husband to do. Uh, I'm not very close with my dad. Um, and we're still building a relationship now. But I would still think that was like, that would really mean something to me if you still felt the need to get my father's approval because just because he wasn't around, we're building something now. But anyway, um, dating may involve sexual intimacy. Courting does not, okay? When you court him, you don't have sex. Um, you're strictly waiting for marriage. And then um, I saw a question on there that says, can you kiss during courtship? And uh, with courtship, it was the answer. This is an opinion, but I think this is also like something that's actually pretty dope. It says, don't focus on the physical kissing, caressing, or sex because you will lose sight on what's important. And so I think what they mean by that is in courtship, you're focusing on the important things, getting to know that person on a deeper level, on a friendship level, on an intimacy level that does not involve like sexual things or, you know, temptations that could take you off the focus. Because like I said, in another podcast episode, sex blurs the lines. Um, not so much. I don't think kissing, but you know, kissing the right kiss can lead you right on to sex. <laughs> okay. Um, but just saying like sex will blur the line. So when you start having sex, like you'll fall in love quicker or think you're in love because of the sex or whatever. And you will fall into this relationship, not truly getting to know the person. And so when you take sex and kissing and all that sexual stuff out of the equation, you can truly get to know the person. If this is like, um, I talked about this with, um, my team at church, we talked about purpose versus potential. And you will really know if this is your purpose partner, like somebody that you really want to do life with, um, and I think a purpose partner is somebody, you know, that is for the kingdom. That would be when you hear about kingdom marriages and stuff like that. When you guys are married, not to just each other, but to each other's purpose. And um, this is somebody that you're going to do life with, but also um, do amazing things with to, to change the world, the community or whatever y'all going to do together. Um and I just think that's so much better than potential because even with potential, which is something that I said, I'm never going to date potential anymore. Um, potential is great, uh, but I feel like now I'm 31. I don't want to date potential. I want to have my stuff together and I want him to have his stuff together. So I'm not asking him to have anything that I don't have. And so I think um, uh, Pastor Jermone Glenn came to our church and he said, you have to be two whole singles to come into a marriage, not broken people. So it's when you do that, like, it just, or just say one is whole and one is broken, that's not going to work. And so um, I truly believe you date where you are. And so when you date potential and stuff like that, y'all both probably dating potential at this point. But even if you, if you're a whole when you're dating potential, it's not going to end well, especially if they're not serious about that potential. Now, if they're serious about it and they're actually working towards their purpose and doing what they're supposed to do and they actually come up, that's great. But people that have potential and they don't do anything with it and you believe it for them before they believe it for themselves, it kind of holds you back. And so 
Um, yeah, no more for potential, mostly purpose. And I want to be a whole single, a whole human being. I want to be whole, healed, and together. And that's not saying I'm going to be completely healed, but I want to be whole and confident in who I am and then take that to another whole person and come together as purpose partners. But um, another one is, um, I think this is the last one, but I think I spoke on this. Uh, it can be casual, may not involve deep any deep emotions when you're dating. When you're courting, it's serious and, invo- and it involves deep emotions. Like that's what I'm talking about, deep intimacy. I read the book Waiting and Dating, and he talked about like building a friendship. Like that's an intimacy on a whole nother level because, and that's something I truly believe in because when everything is crashing down or when you're in that first 10 years of marriage where people say it's like hard in the first 10 years or hard in the first year or whatever, when you don't like each other, you still have that love and that friendship to where we're open and honest enough to talk to each other. Um, Like when love is fading or that butterfly feeling is going and, you know, that person is just just not in the mood for you, that friendship will sustain everything because you will still remember your friend. And even if you can't go to them, like, um, not saying like as your husband or wife, but like if you can't, you can go to them as a friend. You know that they'll understand you as a friend on a deeper level because y'all built that friendship and that intimacy with each other. And so... I would just say courting is more of a commitment. Dating is more of like a casual, let's see, maybe we'll get in a relationship, maybe we won't. And um, I see some of these things saying like courtship usually lasts a year, which I think is pretty dope because then after a year, um, if you're courting and you're getting to know each other and you have all the other outside things out, like you're not kissing or even if you have kissing, but y'all not having sex and, and being in that way, for a whole year getting to know each other, I imagine that what somebody does when they first come out the gate having sex and being in a relationship for two to three years is probably and even longer than that. Um, I feel like you would know them better because you don't have the sex component where sex kind of blurs the line. So I feel like a year would be good and then boom, engagement, boom, marriage. And that's why you see it with people that get married and uh, or engaged in six months or engaged in three months or engaged in a year. And people are like, that's impossible. But it's possible if you cut out all the other noise and you get to know somebody on a deeper level and you're actually serious about marriage, then I think that it's a no brainer. Um because even in courting, like as you go along, as you're getting to know somebody on that deeper level, you can kind of cut out the the BS of if, you know, early, like, yeah, this is not going to work for us. Like, which is fine. Ain't no kissing involved. Ain't no sex involved. Or if you kiss, whatever. Ain't no sex involved. We'll just say that. There's no sex involved. So you can kind of cut out. And not saying that the emotional ties won't be there, but I feel like you can cut out earlier than you can in dating. Because when you start dating, you know, people be having 90 day rules or three date rules and they end up having sex and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but I just keep hearing about peeing in a dating pool and all this stuff like that. And I haven't dated yet. And I uh, just had a conversation, you know, um, with some friends and I was just like, I think I'm going to do courtship when I do start. Like, 
I don't want to be playing around no more. Like I said, I'm 31. I have two kids. And so it's kind of like, do I really want to waste my time dating? Although I believe dating is a great way for me to get to know myself, what I like, what I don't like. Um, but ultimately in my dating, I wouldn't be having sex either. Um, I probably won't be kissing anybody anyway, either, because, you know, when you get to dating, like sometimes you date multiple people and, you know, a lot of people be going after Lori Harvey neck. Like we don't know her business. We can assume she probably is having sex with these men, but she is basically serial dating. Like she's just been in a lot of different situations, <laughs> um, over the past couple years. And I think she has the right idea. I hope that, you know, I don't know her business, so maybe she's not having sex with these men. If she's not having sex, she has the right idea to date until she finds what she's looking for, what she like, what she don't like. And she has the, you know, she has that right to pull out when it's something that she don't like or she don't see it going no further. Um, and I think that's where um, people get it mixed up. Like, it's okay to date. Like, I know people that date and they think they want one thing. And once they start dating, they be like, oh, I thought I wanted somebody that did that, but I don't really want that anymore. But I do like this and I don't like that. And like, you want to get to know yourself in that way. So I may date and then court. So that way I just get to know myself, you know, get to know myself better as far as that. But also you can do that with dating yourself as well. But I think I like courtship, um, more than I like um, dating. But yeah, so I think I'm going to do courtship more than I do dating. But one of the things that um, that bothers me with going into it, I've heard a lot of men, and Kevin Samuels probably put this in like men's head, but I'm pretty sure all men were thinking it. Um, some men, I'm not going to say all men, I'm sorry, men. Um, all men are thinking, you know, Okay, she got two kids. So how are you going to come into this relationship and say, or dating and say you're not having sex when you already been having sex? You got two kids to show for it. And I think that's unfair. I understand it, but I think it's unfair because I should be able to have the right over my body to say, okay, yeah, I did have two kids, but I also saw where sex got me in my last relationship. And so I feel like now I'm going to cut that out to truly get to know somebody. And I should have that right to do so without feeling ashamed because I have two kids. Like, I feel like people shame people. Like, just because I have kids doesn't mean I can't go back and be like, yeah, I don't want to have sex in this next, in this next uh, stage. I feel like that's growth. And I feel like that's me learning that relationships now is more than sex. And I think it's, um, actually a smart thing for me to do, especially going forward with already having two kids, because one, I don't want another baby daddy. Like I don't want to be having sex and condoms and birth control and all that. You've seen people say, even with plan B's and birth control and all this stuff, they still get pregnant. And so I don't want to be dating somebody and having sex and then end up pregnant. And then, oops, I really don't like him. And now I have two baby fathers and I'm not judging anybody, but it's just the process. And I'm pretty sure people have went through this, like, dang, why did I get pregnant by him? Why did I have another kid? And this wasn't the one because you thought he was the one, like 
I'm pretty sure people can relate to that. And I don't want to be in that situation personally. I'm not judging it because I understand it um, is why I'm able to make the decision because I know that's what could possibly happen. I can get to dating somebody, really like them, think that's the one, be having sex with them, all that stuff. And we have a baby. And then um, one thing I will tell you, you do not know a person until you have kids with them. I will say that. Um, and don't let that scare you from dating or getting to know somebody. That's why you get to know somebody like in that stage of not having sex and getting to know them on a deeper level. Like figure out what their parenting style is going to be, how they're going to parent, you know, or how they think like in their mind. So you have an idea because it could change when y'all have kids, but you want to have an idea if they're a disciplinarian, if they going you know, if they care about schooling, if they care about the area their kids grow up in, do they care about um, all those things that you would care about? You want to know if y'all on the same page with raising children because you can get with that person, y'all have a kid, and you could be like, oh, no, I don't like the way he parent. And that's enough for you to leave a relationship because, you know, it's a lot of arguments and back and forth on that. Um, but, yeah, uh, I just think that that's not fair. I feel like I should have that chance to not want to put myself or my kids in a situation where I'm bringing a man around them, have kids, decide I don't like them and, and move him, you know, out of the equation. And now here I am, two baby daddies, three kids, still looking to get married. And then, you know, like that can be a cycle. And then if it happens again, it happens again. I can't blame anybody but myself. And now, you know, you'll be like, oh my God, what I'm going to do with four baby daddies and six kids or whatever the situation. Like, I don't want to end up in that situation and I'm not judging people who do, but I don't want to end up in that situation because then it does make it harder for you to find a, a spouse or whatever. Cause then after that, it's slim pickings, like a single man with no kids, not he don't necessarily, he may, but he doesn't necessarily want somebody to already come with multiple kids. He wants somebody he can start a family with fresh, you know, cause he don't have no kids and that's for women as well. Um, they want to start fresh as well. Or if he come with one to two kids, maybe he don't want to add a whole football team to his, like he already got two. If you got two or one, then that's cool. But if you got six, he like, okay, do I want eight kids? Like, you know, it's hard. Kids are expensive, okay? So you have to think about those things and that's stuff that I think about. So I do not apologize for keeping my abstinence when I go into my next dating or courtship because I want to truly get to know somebody and I want this to be for the long haul and I want my kids to accept him and I want him to be it like divorce is not an option I want to be married grow old and be happy and so and then we can have kids and all that stuff like that um but even with that it's like do I introduce my kids you know to my partner when do I do that like those are questions people ask and uh one thing that I do not like, and I don't care who has anything to say about it. I really don't like when women bring a whole bunch of men around their kids, like bringing a whole bunch of men around, um, 
letting them come to your house while your kids there like and I maybe I am judging I'm not trying to but it's just like I don't like that because what you're doing is you're kind of showing your kid like kind of to be promiscuous like you bring in like I and I'm not talking about people who date and have relationships and it didn't work out and you know it was serious at a point and you let your kids meet them I'm not talking about that and then you go to somebody else I'm not talking about that I'm talking about people who have multiple men around their kids like you dated them for three weeks and then like them and then here come another person and these kids is meeting all different type of men no they not meeting them personally but you bringing them around your kids or your kids know them and getting used to them and you know your kids grow up with that trauma or they grow up to resent you or they grow up trying not to be like that or they end up being exactly like that because all these men around plus you don't know a, a lot of you don't know people are secretive you don't know if people are pedophiles or not like you'd be surprised at who people are like you don't want to have a whole bunch of men around your kids I just think is I just don't like it just to be honest I just don't like it I think it's not okay for kids to see you with multiple people do that in your private time your kids should not know your grown business until it is serious and you decide to bring them around your kids your kids should not have six different uncles. Okay. But anyways, um, I just wanted to talk about that. And then also I wanted to talk about, um, cause we did talk about dating where you are and when you date where you are, um, I feel like women lose their self in that, um, because men, just say you have a man who is broken. He's not. He's a potential. He's the guy with potential and he is dating. Um, you know, he's dating you. And um, you are pretty good. You got things going for your life and y'all dating. And then you get pregnant and have kids and you know, you helping him with his dream, you helping him with kids. And, and then you see it all the time, like the Kevin Hart's and I can't think of nobody else right now, but like Kevin Hart, we'll use him as an example, how he got up and then he got Iniko. And with his last wife, he was a cheater. He was all these things, but he's this great husband. Well, whatever. Cause he cheated on her too, but he bossed up and basically moved on and you know why that is because men date where they are too just like women and emotionally and mentally that's probably where we are and men are there until they get their life together um and when they get their life together they want to date the woman that is on their level and at that point if you haven't grown and you lost yourself in the relationship and you are just a mother all about the kids didn't put yourself first didn't do nothing to um push yourself up and of course sometimes you don't have the support to do so but if you get lost and lose yourself and make it all about the kids and him and helping him do his thing he's not and this is not always true because some men are really great and they recognize the woman who's down for them and then they pour into them after they get their stuff together but some men don't they ready to be out they like oh she she not the same when I met her. She all bitter and mean and tired all the time. And yeah, you gave her kids. Yeah, she supported your dream and she didn't have time for her. So a lot of men leave that. 
And so I really want to tell women to, to not lose yourself. Do not lose yourself in, in dating. Um, if you are still dating, if you are in a relationship, if you feel like you're losing yourself, pull yourself up. Um, and that's not for his sake. That's for your sake, because nine times out of 10, I can really tell you when I really started to dig into loving myself and get in my relationship with God and just, I don't know, something clicked in me and I was just changing and I was moving and, um, I didn't feel like, uh, my, um, in my relationship that he was moving the same. He wasn't growing. I was growing in a way that was changing me and it, it made me into, a different person. Like you're always going to evolve and grow in relationships. And so as I was growing, um, it was more so like, and that's not a dig at him, but it was more so like, oh, I dated where I was then, but now this person that I'm becoming, he either has to grow with me or we not going to work because where I am now mentally trying and where I'm trying to go, to be honest, we're not, we're not compatible no more. So I really do encourage you to like really dig and in deep into yourself, do the self-love thing. Like I know people have seen like Tia Mori, how she's leaving her marriage and stuff like that. And a lot of people are bashing her like girl and stuff like that, like talking about her. But like, that's literally what it looks like. You start loving yourself and doing the things that you like and want to do. And you realize like, that's not, that's not it no more. Like, and that's okay. Like, People change and that's okay for you to get to that space. And you may even grow and end up being on his level if he was already on that level and he decided to stick around and help you grow. Whatever the case may be, do it for yourself and, and you know, not to lose yourself. Um, another thing I did want to talk about is um, even if you have a good choice, it doesn't mean that it's a God choice. And... Um, I say that because everything that's good doesn't mean it's meant for you. Like a person can be great, but that doesn't mean that that is the person for you. Like um, I watched Mike Todd and I was watching his uh, series on kingdom um, that he started. And he was saying how God told him to end um, here is holy. And he was like, this is good. But he was like, okay, but I want you to be done with it. And he basically was saying like, it doesn't have to be bad for you to end something like it doesn't have to be a bad thing for you to end what you have going on. It could still be good. It could still work. And just because it still works and it's good doesn't mean that you need to be there anymore or you need to um, be in that relationship anymore. Or you have to tolerate, you know, or do that way of how you were doing it anymore. It may be a way that I do my podcast now, but in five months. It may be good, but it may be time for me to move on to something else. Like, and that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be bad for you to move on. So really um, getting back on the topic of courtship and dating, like, I think with courtship, you look for the God choice. And even in um, dating, you can look for the God choice. Um, I got that from a, um, what is that book called? Um, I'm just starting to read it, so I can't really give you you know, all the details, but Choosing God's Best by Dr. Don Ronecker. And so I'm reading a little bit about that. And he was saying, just because it's a good choice doesn't mean it's a God choice. And it's a revelation that God gave me a while ago. 
and it really applies to everything, but um, God really presents and we choose. And so I see a lot on TikTok where people talk about, oh, kingdom spouses and stuff like that. And that's very true. But I don't believe God just picks one person because he knows we have the final choice. We have to agree. And so God can present you your kingdom spouse and who you're supposed to be with. But you ultimately have to choose. Um, If he presented me with my husband right now, I can agree to that. But my husband or my future husband, he also has to agree with what God is saying. And if he chooses to ignore it and go someplace else, then God has to rearrange him and work that out for his good. And now he has to rearrange me and present something else to me or later present that same person when they're ready. And so um, I feel like God presents, we have to agree, we have to choose. He presents tests, he presents choices, he presents decisions and in all of those we have to make the choice like you don't have to make the god choice you can make a good choice but that doesn't mean it's a god choice and i feel like with the god choice it's way more in it um it's it's greater in it like i feel like it would be so much better like you can choose something good and it'll be okay like god like okay you can choose that you can choose him you can choose her oh yeah you can choose that job you can do this like he lets you make that choice but eventually he's going to have to come back. And if it's not where he wants you, if it's not in his will, he's going to have to come back and break you down. And uh, I just seen like a clip from um, Jonathan Stamper. I believe his name is he's with black voices. And he was talking about, I really want to summarize it because I don't really want to misrepresent it. Uh, But he basically was saying how, Um, if we stay obedient to God and his voice and we stop doing what we want, like just going on a tangent, doing what we want to do, making the choices we want to make. If we really listen to God's voice and and be obedient to what he tells us and what he presents to us and agree with it, um, he won't have to keep tearing us down to, to build us back up to where we need to be. And so like, you know how you always go through stuff and you're like, Oh God, why do I have to keep going through this? It's like, God probably like, I don't want you to go through it. I already gave you um, the path that you were supposed to take, but you didn't listen to my voice. You didn't take what I presented to you. You didn't pass the test. You didn't, you know, make the right decision. And so now I have to tear you back down to build you back up because you was in a situation that possibly could have been bad or that wasn't for you, that did damage to you, that it wasn't supposed to, like that wasn't where you were supposed to go. And so... I think that when God presents, we should just listen and we should just choose. And I think going forward, that's where I am in dating and in courting and, um, you know, choosing the God choice for me. I don't want to make any mistakes. I literally tell people like, I don't know if I want to date. I really just want God to be like, that's him right there. And so when God tells me who that is, then, you know, I'm pretty sure I would agree And then my husband would agree, but I also want my husband to come to me. So just like God will tell me, God will tell him. And so um, one thing that I saw on TikTok that I kind of picked up, uh, this girl, she was saying how um, she had a secret password with God. And she told God a secret password for when her husband came. And... um, and only her and God know. And, you know, like a lot of people are in the comments, like, how did you tell them, sis? Because 
you know, the devil be listening too. But I feel like if you, um, I feel like if you tell him in your mind and in your heart, um, instead of speaking it out loud so that, you know, no other evil spirits or the enemy can hear you, like if you say it in your heart, um, praying to God, you know, when you pray in your mind or if you journal, journal it like that, but come up with a secret password that only you and God know that your husband will say and, you know, make it unique to where you would know, like, and I thought that was pretty dope. So me and God have a secret password. So, um, <laughs> husband, if you out there, I hope that you know it, um, because I'm gonna be looking for it, but not necessarily like always looking for it. Cause I'm still going to date and still going to pursue God and seek God and become whole and be the person that I need to be. But when that husband comes and God confirms that for me, or if I ask him to confirm it with our secret word and he does that, um, definitely going to have discernment because you know, the enemy would definitely be trying it, but I'm definitely going to have discernment and I'm going to know when that happens. And so I think that is pretty dope. Um, I know a lot of people will be looking for Bible for that. And for my people who are looking for Bible, um, it's the same story with, um, Abraham when he sent his servant to find a wife for his son, Isaac, and he went and when he got there, he was like, if this is the wife for my servant's son, you know, let her ask, let her ask me, do I need a drink of water? And also ask, does my, um, I was it a Lord, y'all don't laugh at me if I get this wrong. I think it was a camel or a horse. It don't matter. Ask if his animal needed some water too. And if that is, you know, if that's what she does, then that will confirm that was his wife. And so that's what I mean. Like it's biblical as well. So like having a secret password with God, making God choices, courting, not having sex, like really intentionally, even if you're dating, intentionally date without having sex. Like even if you decide like, oh, you're one of the people that you just want to have sex <laughs> and you're not with the whole abstinent thing, give it a minute to build the relationship before you dive into sex. Like try it, you know, don't knock it, like really try to go deep with somebody and really get to know them on a deep, intimate level, a friendship level, build a friendship. And then, you know, if you add sex in there, cause it works, I've seen it work with people. So I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I say in the beginning, get to know them on a deeper level. Um, whether you courtship or date, I just feel like cut sex out, get to know them on a deeper level, build a friendship and then see where it goes. Be intentional about dating that person. Let them be intentional about you and notice the red flags. Don't ignore them. Notice those red flags and, you know, just, just have fun with it. I think that, um, that we just need to start back having fun and truly dating and laughing and just finding joy in things. I feel like everything is so heavy these days that we got to find joy in something. Even if it's a bad date, laugh about it. I don't know. Even if Valentine's Day is a bad date for you, laugh about it. Um, have a good time. Like, because, uh, especially for y'all that are single, enjoy your singleness. I just watched this TikTok and I know y'all tired of me talking about TikTok, but I watched this TikTok and this girl was talking about how much attention goes into her kids and her husband and how she doesn't have time for herself. And her husband was attentive and everything and he helps out, but it's still a lot. And so 
you know, you complain about being single, but really enjoy your singleness to to love on you and get to know you and be free to go and do what you want before you have a whole family that you have to be responsible for and take care of. And I'm not saying that that is a bad thing because it's really great um, because I've been in the situation. It wasn't a marriage, but it's really great at times to have a family and to be married or not to be married. Yes, to be married because I imagine marriage is great. But it's really a a blessing to be in that. But it's also a blessing, too, to be single and to be able to be responsible for yourself. Enjoy that while you can and truly dig deep into yourself and become whole so that you can go to another whole person. Because when you become whole, you will literally attract whole people. You won't attract broken people. And then when you do, you will notice it. They won't even be, you already know, like, "Mm -mm, that ain't it. And that's not what, that's not what I want. And so, you know, that was it. That was episode six. I hope y'all enjoyed that. This one was pretty long, but I feel like it was a good conversation about courtship and dating and, you know, what you should choose and kids and secret passwords and all that good stuff we talked about. And so, um, Really, I'm just going to leave you with happy Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoy it this weekend with the one you love or with your friends or date yourself. Whatever you want to do, I'm down for. I'm probably going to do something for myself because why not? Um, But I will see y'all next week for 15 Minutes with Bree Speaks. I'm going to keep doing that every other week. So it'll be a full episode and then it'll be 15 Minutes with Bree Speaks the next week. And then it'll be a full episode, 15 Minutes with Bree Speaks. And so we'll just keep doing that. And I'll see how long I'll do it. If you guys don't end up liking it, let me know because then I'll cut it. But um, I will see y'all or I will talk to y'all next week. I love y'all. Bye. Enjoy y'all holiday.